This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is BetQL Daily from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily. Jeremy Kahn here with you along with Cody Decker. We've been having some fun. It's hour number three. So I'm uh, going to talk about some of the games coming up today, this week, a lot of college basketball. Cody, are you... Are you big into college basketball? Do you follow when, like, uh, is it appointment setting for you? If you hear this, is like a great matchup. Like, uh, what was it? Saturday, we had four top 25 matchups that day of teams playing mm-hmm. each other. Like, for me, that's appointment setting where I know I want to go watch those those teams play each other. Yes. So, I, I'll norm, normally, I just have them more on the background and I casually watch unless, of course, I got something riding on the game. However, I will freely admit this, and this is something that I'm not proud of, um, I am a bit of a homer when it comes to college sports. So if UCLA basketball is not doing well, I am inclined to pay far less attention to NCAA basketball. However, the Bruins seem to be back, man. It's a it's a UCLA team that we are used to seeing, even though they've dropped a couple of close ones. I mentioned USC in the first hour today because USC is pretty good. Um, but I got to say, uh, I'm really enjoying this season. There's a lot of teams that are interesting to me. I've mentioned teams that I think are pretenders. I just do not believe in Providence at all. But there are other teams out there that I really think are going to put up a hell of a fight in March Madness. I'm really fired up for this season. Let's talk a little bit about today because we have um, a couple of big games today. And, you know, we'll, we'll run through some of them. But right now, Indiana at Ohio State, um, the Ohio State's favored by seven. The total on this game is 135 and a half. And I was all over the Ohio State over, when did they play? Maybe that was Friday, I think, when they were playing Iowa. And the game snuck under, which uh, it broke my heart. But uh, that, that happens from time to time where the pace of play was there. They just weren't hitting shots in the second half. Um, do you have a feel for this one? Because I like the way this Indiana team plays. I think they're a live dog at plus seven. I'm not betting it, by the way. Uh, full disclosure, I will be betting the other two games I bring up, but Ohio State minus seven here in this spot. Really good team, but seven seems – the number seems just right to me, actually. Yeah, I agree with you. I think Indiana's going to go ahead and cover this game. I feel good about that. I do not feel good about them beating Ohio State. I see this being more of a three, four-point four game type of uh, scenario, but I do think Indiana's going to cover. I like that bet today, and I do like them as some dogs. They, they, they're, they're a team that can come in and, and, and beat a top 25 team. Yeah, and the the Big Ten this year has been just outrageously good, and, and whether people have been watching that. And when I say, so let me, let, it's not top heavy like a lot of other conferences. Okay, so mm-hmm. where you look at, you can look at the best teams and say, okay, Purdue's one of the best teams. Ohio State's really good. Um, you can look at Michigan State and know that they're they've been in and out of the top twenty five. Good team. Uh, Michigan's having a down year. Rutgers went on this incredible run before losing yesterday to Purdue. Uh, it's just it's loaded, and it's it's not easy to go on the road and win. Uh, in this conference and much like I, I think the big 12 similar where you you know the teams that stink you're like okay we need to beat those two teams but every other game 
you, you got to bring your A game when you play him. And when you watch Indiana play, um, they've got some nice bigs inside. Trace Davis is a guy that uh, you know you really have to account for, and he can he can be a one man wrecking crew. But um, Ohio State overall is still the better team. Yeah, and I'm agree with that. I, I I I like again. I like Indiana, but Ohio State is a better team. But I, that number seven, I think it's going to be a closer game. Well, here's one that you and I chatted about off the air, but uh, this will be a little bit different. Number seven, Baylor, minus four and a half at Oak State, Oklahoma State here. The total in that game, 138 and a half. Um, how do you feel? You like this Baylor squad? I like this Baylor squad. I And I, I'm not even against OSU. I think they're a pretty solid-ish team, and I like the fact they're at home. But Baylor, I really think, hell, even though they're ranked seventh right now, I really think Baylor is a better team than they're currently even per, currently placed. So I talk about um, one of the things I, I always talk about with gambling is I'm a contrarian and I know people use this word all the time. It does not mean I look at every game and go, oh, all the money's coming on this side. So I'm going to go opposite it. Relatively speaking, it, there's some some degree to that. But I'm also looking for reverse line movements, uh, finding right value. Uh, sometimes when teams are favored on the road, you're constantly looking for home dogs and things like that. And this is one of those spots where so much money coming in on Baylor. And I totally understand it. They're the seventh best team in the country. They're probably even better than that. Um, I think but so. I think yeah. I, I think this is a spot where Oak State can get them. And uh, so I'm going to take them plus four and a half. Would not be shocked really? if they upset them, but I think it's going to be a close game. So I think, uh, I, I think Baylor is going to come out a little bit more on top. I think the four and a half is a very good line to set it at. I, I think they're going to win not by double digits, but I'm going to go closer to maybe eight. But you're not wrong. I mean, it is in Oklahoma State. You don't know what you're going to get from that because, you know, as much as we like to pretend that home field advantage is not a thing, it is. Home field advantage, home court advantage is a thing, especially in a place that gets as loud as Oklahoma State. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just trying to look at, like, Oak State's uh, – their schedule here and what they've done in the past couple games. So just going back, um, you know, they, they beat Kansas State. They lost at Kansas by uh, 14. They had a loss there. West Virginia, they beat them. Well, I don't know what happened to WVU, man. They – even even today, like being an underdog in uh, at TCU, like they've just totally fallen off. They lost mm -hmm. to TCU by four. They beat Oklahoma. I mean, there's some good games in here. They had that four-game losing streak where they lost to Texas, Iowa State, Florida, and Kansas State. Um, so, yeah, it, it's a volatile bet. I'm just playing the spot thinking that Oak State uh, gets up for a game against Baylor. Um, so I like them plus four and a half. Uh, would not be shocked if they won. Now this funny, last, you, you, you just mentioned two teams right there a second ago, TCU and uh, West Virginia, WVU. I mean, both those teams are playing tonight as well. Yeah, and TCU is a three and a half point favorite. Um, as I looked at it earlier, more money coming in on them. West Virginia is a tough team to figure out, man, because they they were a team. You know, we talked about this. Everybody has that uh, player or that team that either they play in daily fantasy or they bet on, and it always goes wrong. No matter which side you're on, you bet against them, you lose. You bet on them, mm -hmm. you lose. And West Virginia was a team for me in years past. I'd find those spots and like, I loved them when they played Gonzaga. I loved them when they, you know, they, they have these moments where you look at them and if they run their one, three, one, it can be frustrating for other teams that don't get to see that consistently. They're usually really good defensively, real gritty. They'll press you. They'll go full court press, whether it's man to man or they're running, you know, their diamond or whatever they, they decide to run. I just think that they were a team in years past that I would, I'd always find myself betting on. Not like, mm -hmm. oh, they're playing, I'm betting on them. But just there were a lot of good spots for them where I think they were undervalued. Uh, I don't know what's going on with them this year. They don't. They look terrible to me. The couple times I've watched them play, and even when I bet on them, I'm going, who are they? So that's another tough one. But here's one for your backyard. Arizona yeah. State taking on number 13, UCLA. UCLA is a 14, 14-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, I – Go ahead. I, I, that's your team, UCLA. I know you're going to pick them. I'm also going to pick them, but I want to hear from you. I'm going to pick them. 
I'm not yeah. going to lie to you. The four, 14 and a half, and I know they're playing at Pauley Pavilion at UCLA. 14 and a half is a very, very heavy spread. However, Arizona State, I mean, it, it seems as though, and I've looked through about five different sports books, about everybody is giving them the exact same odds pretty much. Everyone's expecting them to go out and lose by pretty much 25, and I'm inclining to believe them. UCLA, I think, is just going to dominate this game. And I think UCLA is a little angry after, especially dropping a couple of really close ones, specifically that USC game. I think they're going to make an example of the Sun Devils tonight. Yeah, and I just think they run roughshod over them. Uh, and, you know, you look at where we at, the total here. So sometimes when you see like large spreads and then the totals relatively low and it's 133 and a half, which isn't like unbelievably low, you can see a lot of those blowouts where you get those 80 to 40 type games. And I'm not saying mm -hmm. this is one of those those spots, but it's something that I look at a, a, quite a bit, whether it's the NFL or college basketball. If you have a huge favorite that you happen to like, like in college basketball, it's not uncommon to see somebody favored by 24 points. Uh, because of who they're playing and then you look at the total and see the totals 128 and it's like well, wait a minute if they win by 24 is this team even going to like how much are they going to score um, so a lot of people will bet the favorites and the overs and ironically one of the things I was looking at a couple years ago was betting those heavy favorites and the under because usually in blowouts it does turn into a, a instead of winning by 25 or 26 you end up winning by 40 so I, I'm not saying that's a you know a thing that you go to every time but you can find it in spots um it, it, if you're placing wagers a, a couple other games here tonight and did you have something cody no no i was curious okay. but i want to hear about the other games tonight before i ask you this question okay so it's it's kind of a light night for just fandom because a lot of people like to bet on the top 25 teams they're looking who they're playing they know it's going to be on tv it, it's not the right way to bet in my opinion you find the best value and then you bet it if you find a really good value and you like it you know, maybe you bet a little bit more but it's kind of a light slate tonight with top 25 teams in action. There's only three of them, and we went over all three of them. But we might find some good value in other games. Like, I'm going to be looking at uh, Southern Illinois tonight. Penn State's playing Maryland. I, being here in Maryland, I can't figure this team out. I thought they were going to lose Friday night in Nebraska. I don't like the short turnaround for them. They've always struggled at Penn State. Um, but I think, I think Penn State gets Maryland today, so I like them a little bit as well. Um, but not a lot of huge matchups. So I want to get your take. Uh, do you have a feel for Penn State, Maryland at all? I really don't. These are two yeah. teams that I just don't know what they are. So it just seems like two teams that can easily beat up on each other or underplay with each other. It's just, it seems not a, not, it's a sucker bet is not the right way to say it. It's just one of these things. I just don't feel educated enough on these two teams to be able well, to legitimately say who's going to go ahead. Well, and to be, to be fair about this, because like you're talking about um, some of the teams that are middling in their conferences. Like, for example, Boston College is playing Florida State. It's, it's an okay game. It's not like, you know, a great game. We have a bunch of those today. Like Louisville and North Carolina could be one that you might want to focus in on. Some people might think it's going to be higher scoring, but it all depends on which style of game you get. Because North Carolina likes to run and gun. Louisville will slow it up, press you. And their press is more about making you run time off the shot clock than actually turning it over. So just, uh, you know, some obvious things to look at when you watch them play. But, yeah. um, you know, either way, it's not a great slate of college basketball games tonight no. uh, from, from a including, viewing standpoint. You, yeah, including yeah. no NBA today because of the, you know, the NBA weekend and really only got his hockey games. And if you look up and down the hockey lines today, it's kind of a frustrating night because it, it, it basically all the Vegas sports books has this down as basically blowout night left and right. It's almost hard to bet on any of these games. The only game that's even catching my eye is Seattle versus Vancouver because at least the lines are re relatively close. You currently have on the money line uh, minus 160 on Vancouver Canucks taking on the Seattle Kraken at plus 135. I actually like the Kraken on that money line. Um, 
you know, you're getting plus money on that and it doesn't seem like a very dangerous bet. Seems like a very easy thing to sprinkle something on. I like that. I like that bet. Really, that's the only bet I even like. Everything else. I, I mentioned to you before we started the show, there's a number for me that, you know, you got to really convince me to bet on somebody, especially on a money line when it's past uh, like minus 150 or plus 150. Then it seems like you're getting into a territory that I, I think is dangerous. This is the only game today that's even close. Yeah, the funny thing for me is when I see totals like or uh, lines like you're talking about, um, for example, you know, you mentioned Vancouver 150, uh, Calgary minus 240, Carolina on the road minus 211, Colorado minus 178 uh, at Boston, Toronto is minus 390 against Montreal, and Montreal just won yesterday um, against the Islanders, which I oh, don't even get me started with that one. I already I told you. I, <laughs> I, I don't bet heavy favorites, and I'm like, yeah, there's no way the Islanders are losing to Montreal. I love them. They lose in a shootout, and they were minus 270. So you can imagine. Montreal's putting... been terrible. So it, is it possible to go back to the well and bet Toronto at minus 390 and then lose 4-1 to one on it uh, if you're placing those wagers? But when I see lines like this, it's immediately, for me in the NHL, I start looking at totals because mm -hmm. I don't want to bet the heavy favorites. Goofy things happen in hockey. You can get into a shootout over time. Um, you know, just the goalie's not on that day, uh, whatever. I mean, there's, there's all types of things. There's so many line changes that, you know, you never know what you're really going to get. You know who the dominant teams are and usually they went out, but it's, it's like I said, I never bet heavy favorites decided to you know, flirt with it a little bit yesterday and it bit me right in the tail. You know, we haven't gotten into it today, but I've always been more of a, especially on the baseball side, I'm big on prop bets. You know, you mentioned West Virginia being a team that's been struck, you know, frustrating to you on the NCAA side because Every time you bet on them, they just don't win for you or vice versa. The team that was like that for me last year, and there's only one team um, in all of sports that really just had my number, and that was the Houston Astros. And it wasn't because they weren't good. It was just because this was a team that was either going to beat you by one run, so you had to avoid the run line, or this is a team that was going to beat you by 14 runs, and there was no seemingly rhyme or reason for it every single night. So they were a really difficult team for me to bet on or against where other prop bets that were available to me, like such as Dylan Cease uh, K props, for whatever reason, every single night for the White Sox, Dylan Cease's K prop was set at like six and a half. This guy hit double digits almost every single night. So I'm a big fan of checking out every possible prop that's available to me. You know, it's funny you bring it up. Like I'm a huge daily fantasy player. So I play uh, baseball, basketball, football, my favorites. I don't play much hockey. I'll dabble in some of the other sports. Like I had the all-star game last night. And I still almost cashed without having Steph Curry, ironically. Um, Jason Tatum let me down in my lineup. He was the one guy in my lineup that didn't do all that much. But I had Giannis and Embiid. But I, I love doing this. And you brought up the Astros, and they were the fun team this year because I don't know what it was about each and every slate unless they were playing, you know, uh, one of the worst pitchers in baseball. Like anytime like – I'll take my hometown team. Anytime the Orioles were playing, people wanted to stack against Matt Harvey or – pick a pitcher it doesn't matter at this point because none of them were very good outside of John Means and he even had some you know issues last year but the Houston Astros were the the sneaky team that nobody stacked and they won me a bunch of money one day because I decided to stack them up and you know going with Altuve Correa you know, putting Alvarez in there finding a sneaky whether it was Miles Straw before he got traded at the bottom of the lineup who could steal you a couple bags or um, Kyle Tucker so stacking them up was uh was always a uh, you know a good thing and for whatever reason, maybe it's the West Coast bias and teams stack up the early ones because they don't know the lineups yet. Um, it, it, it worked out quite a bit playing the Astros.
I mean, they're a team that you know is going to put up runs. That's why they're that's why they're sometimes a good team to bet on and sometimes a terrible team to bet on because again, those run lines with them were always like three and a half runs. I'm like, ah, oh, that just seems like a massive spread for me. And then they go win by 10 all the time. It's just the Astros, man. And Cody, hopefully you and I get to work together later on down the line because you and I were both talking about weather. If you're not looking at weather regarding baseball games, I think you're missing out on a huge advantage to whichever side huge. you want to bet on. So lots to talk about. We're going to get into more of the college basketball, big games coming up this week. So I want to tell you, Jeremy Kahn, Cody Decker, watch us live 24-7 on the BetQL Network right here on the Odyssey app. We're going to be back right after this talking some college hoops right here on the BetQL Network. Ken Barkley here. Download the free Odyssey app now to watch and listen to Nick Costos and myself on You Better You Bet, 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern, along with the Daily Tip, BetQL Daily, and BetMGM Tonight, only on the BetQL Network.